Hi, and welcome to another episode of On the Job with Porak. I'm Brian Marvel, president of Porak. With me, as always, is Porak Vice President Damon Kurtz. This podcast, we're going to talk a little bit about some of the items that are coming up to finish out the rest of the year for Porak. The first item is our sponsorship of Kyle Weatherman. He drives in the NASCAR Xfinity race. And when we originally intended to, uh, to sponsor him, it was for the race in California in regards to uh, being at the Fontana Raceway. Unfortunately, with the outbreak of COVID, it changed a lot of our plans on how we were going to uh, do that and roll that out. And because we came in fairly early on the sponsorship, we were able to work with the Mark Harmon Racing, Wolf Pack, and they gave us another race also at Vegas that we were able to, uh, to have our uh, name on. And I think this really goes into some of the things that we're trying to do at Porak in a sense of branding outside of our membership. And I know, um, Damon, you and I both have gone to many of the chapter meetings and, and now the region meetings, and we've talked about that and why that's important. Yeah, we, we've spoken to this uh, on several occasions, and I think it's super important for us if we're going to grow our brand as Porak. Um, we know what we want our members to know who we are. Obviously, they do. They use our services. But outside of Porak, the, the outside of the law enforcement family, do they know what Porak is and what we stand for and what we do? And and I think largely that's probably not the case. You know, your neighbors probably don't know what Porak is. They they kind of look confused when you use the acronym Porak, not knowing that it means Peace Officers Research Association of California. Right? It's a big mouthful to say that to everybody. But how do we get our name out there so that folks know who we are, what we stand for, and we're out there advocating for a candidate or for an initiative or not for an initiative or not for a candidate to say, hey, uh, you know, trust us that they know who we are and what we stand for. And the ways to do that is you got to market your name out there. And so we're starting with uh, with NASCAR. We got an uh, opportunity with them. They have a huge following. And obviously, that's probably our power base. Uh, folks are very pro-law enforcement, pro a uh, very patriotic group that that follow the NASCAR. And uh, hopefully we can catapult this into other things, but this allows us to be, uh, you know, very effective in um, our advocacy for law enforcement, both here in the state and at the national level. These things are important to us. No, you're 100% right on that. And sometimes some of our members question why we're doing this, but the reality is, and you hit it on the nail head, is outside of the membership, we want people to know who we are and what we stand for in the fact that uh, when they see a candidate that's endorsed by PORAC, it's going to be a trusted person. They're going to be pro-public safety, and they're going to support safe communities. And we can't just rely on our membership to be able to carry that message when the elections are so critical, especially now in the way our state is made up of a one-party rule, that we really need folks out there that when they see our brand, they see our mark, or they hear uh, the information that we're putting out, uh, that we're a trusted source of information. And the only way you're going to be able to do that is through branding. I think anybody who tells us otherwise uh, probably doesn't know anything about marketing. 
I agree. And it's not just about elections. It's about legislation. You know, we, we've seen both at the national level here you know, at the state level, um, having, you know, folks, uh, constituencies of those elected to call in and let them know their feelings on certain legislation and what they're, you know, proposing to pass, you know, that that's important. And, you know, if we call on folks to uh, call into your legislators, you know, we want our membership to do it, but we also want their friends, their family, their neighbors, uh, folks that maybe not affiliated with law enforcement at all, but have a concern for the safety of their neighborhoods and their communities, because that's what we're really about. Um, we all want that and we need people's help and we just need to know who we are. And, and when we put that call out, we want to know that people are going to answer. So in 2022, we'll be looking for some other avenues to uh, to brand with some other uh, organizations or uh, entities to be able to uh, to really push the name PORAC out there uh, in California and, and even on a national level because we do advocate uh, in Washington, D.C. on uh, legislation. So all the support we can get uh, for the positions that we have uh, is very beneficial for us. Uh, moving on to the second item, obviously um, with COVID-19, our training, uh, we had to uh, stop a lot of training because most of our training is conducted in person. Kathy Knapp has just been doing a fantastic job uh, during these months of the COVID shutdown, in essence. Um, but we've reopened. We've done some training here at our new building. Hearing nothing but positive uh, remarks about the new facility, uh, the new training facility. So we have some really good stuff coming up. I know we had uh, two classes already at the time of this recording. We've had two classes already here, uh, line of duty death and um, peer support training. Two vitally important classes. You'll start to see more of those on our uh, regular schedule. And then coming up at the uh, end of the month, I think we're doing a social media uh, training if I'm not mistaken. So really excited about the training schedule. Uh, we have some really good training at conference. Please go to porac.org and click under training. There's a lot of classes that are available for the rest of the year, although I think uh, most of them are either sold out or close to being sold out. But get on the wait list. Uh, we do get cancellations because we all know that we get those late subpoenas sometimes, and uh, we, we can't attend training because of that. Keep a close eye on the, the training schedules. That We do have a few more here at the new office with the advanced collective bargaining class coming up. We have a force science is coming. That's going to be a big one. Um, but also COVID still does affect at you. You're going to have people that aren't going to show up because they're being affected with their own associations, their own organizations. Staffing is becoming a huge issue uh, um, pretty much everywhere, not only because of COVID, but because of just normal vacancies and folks aren't able to make these trainings. And so if you have the ability to do that, make sure you're on the, the waiting list and pay attention. And you know, as we've seen just recently, we end up having to cancel a class because instructors, unfortunately, uh, were affected by COVID. So it's still an issue. So just kind of Keep, a, keep an eye out on the website and pay attention, and hopefully we'll see one of these soon. Yep, absolutely. Um, closing it up with two last items, but the first one is conference. Um, unfortunately, last year we had to, to cancel conference. Um, there was no way around that. Um, as far as we know at this time, I'm uh, knock on wood. I am hoping that conference is a go. We're treating it it's a go. Uh, the hotel is almost sold out. I think we're Probably 90% of the hotel in Monterey. There's a couple other hotels around there. Uh, if you can't get into the uh, to the main hotel, the host hotel, but uh, it's going to be a fantastic event. I'm looking forward to it. It's a shame that we had to cancel last year, 
but I know there's a lot of excitement and energy around this one and, and people wanting to get together and, and have the conference. Uh, we have a lot of business we have to conduct as an organization because this actually is a, uh, it's basically just a large board meeting uh, with our entire uh, members, membership. Uh, there's a lot of bylaw stuff that we have to vote on and some other business. Plus, uh, this gives us an opportunity to report out. I get to talk about the things that I've been doing over the year, and, and, and Damon talks about the things he's been doing in his office. And Sean Welch, the treasurer, presents a budget and uh, has a good conversation about the financial position that PORAC is in. I don't know if there's anything you want to add to that. Yeah. I mean, you know, conference to me, and I, and I say this often, and I, is probably one of the best events that PORAC puts on from the perspective that you get to meet with so many different association leaders. Odds are, if you're going through something in your organization, you're going to find somebody else that's either gone through it or still going through it as well. And being able to compare notes with your peers, not just with attorney firms, they will be there as well. Um, just industry experts and just the networking that that takes place at conferences is, is really huge. Um, I think that's a, it's, it's an amazing place to do that. And it's kind of hard to replicate anywhere else. Yep. We have some uh, fantastic vendors who also show up for the vendors area. Great opportunity to look at uh, what they're offering. And, and if you can bring it back to your association or your locality uh, is huge. Um, we have some fantastic training with some trainers. Um, but if you go to porac.org, you can click on the, uh, the training section and go to the conference. And we have a list of the agenda for the week. Uh, and also who the uh, trainers are and the entertainment on Saturday, which is I'm really looking forward to. Yeah, and then after conference, you know, it'll be a little bit of a, a lull, but never too soon to start focusing on our uh, symposium with more trainings. And uh, that one will culminate with our first ever golf tournament for the PRF, our Relief Foundation. Um, I think that's super important in these days with uh, what's going on with the constant wildfires. And we have membership that's constantly affected with that. And not just doing our scholarships, but also having the ability to provide relief to those families who may have lost a home. And so uh, we want to make sure we continue to uh, you know, sponsor that and, and get that going, which makes me also want to make bring up the last point is our corporate sponsors who are so generous in what they've done with this organization and the, the monies that they do goes back into poor F that helps us help those families. And so when you, when you see those corporate sponsors pop up on your emails, um, don't just delete them, forward them onto your friends and your family and see if maybe that's something they may be interested in. Yeah. And actually the, the four corporate sponsors that we currently have, we've had long-term relationships with, uh, they provide an excellent service, CAHP credit union, cross-country, mortgage, National University, and uh, 9-11 Media and American Police Beat are our four corporate sponsors. Uh, they've been fantastic people to work with over the years. I'm sure several people uh, that are listening to this have uh, had long-term relationships with uh, each and every one of those uh, corporate sponsors, in addition to the other sponsors that come out for the vendors because they really help offset the expense of the event, the conference. Um, which is huge because then that allows us to keep the cost down uh, so the individual member and association leaders are able to attend. Uh, so really want to thank them. Uh, if you do see them at conference, please thank them for their support, their continued support of uh, not only PORAC, uh, but public safety. Uh, they're supporting public safety by supporting us and supporting you. So uh, anytime you see them, you should uh, definitely provide them a thank you um, for what they're doing to help us out on that. Uh, you're right about Symposium. That's coming up next year. Uh, really looking forward to that. I think we're in Southern California, which is huge. Uh, it's going to be a nice event. 
And then, uh, like you said, Damon, we got the, the charity golf tournament. Really excited about that. It's going to be the first time Porax had a charity golf tournament to support Poraf, uh, Peace Officers Relief and Education Fund, scholarships. We've got the fires. If you know anybody that was affected by the fire where they uh, tragically maybe had their house uh, was burned down, please have them reach out to us. Uh, we provide financial assistance immediately uh, to, to get them through the rough spot in the first couple weeks. So please don't hesitate to reach out. That's what this fund is for. This is why we work uh, to get resources and, and financial aid into that program to be able to support our members in their time of need. Um, long term, to uh, one of the things that I always bothered me when I was even down in San Diego at the association president there was Unfortunately, we have uh, law enforcement organizations, and I don't even want to call them law enforcement organizations, but groups of people who raise for law enforcement charity funds. Uh, they're not as scrupulous as we would like them to be. Uh, you know, they raise a ton of money, uh, but they only spend maybe 5% or less on the actual program. Um, so we're really trying to get uh, poor F. Uh, certified through the Better Business Bureau and through Charity Navigator. Um, I believe we have a platinum certification right now. And that just lets you know that uh, we're doing everything we can to uh, minimize expenses to the charity organization and maximize uh, disbursement of those funds uh, to our members and to our family members uh, of our members. So keep a look on that. Um, if you get a phone call, uh, from an organization that's representing law enforcement, I'd be very, very skeptical about contributing to that uh, without doing any research, uh, because that is how we have found that a lot of these uh, law enforcement organizations, uh, unfortunately, are, are probably scamming our parents uh, into donating to these uh, these charity funds where they give minimal amounts of money to people that need it and maximum amounts of money to the people that are raising the money. And that's not the way it should be. It should be the converse. So looking forward to symposium, looking forward to our continued uh, branding efforts, and really looking forward to, uh, to passing this COVID uh, lockdown and, and moving on and being able to, uh, to see and, and spend more time with the membership. So that's pretty much uh, all that we wanted to put out on this podcast. I'll uh, turn it over to Damon if you wanted any closing comments. No, I think you covered it. We just wanted to, you know, reach out to folks, let people know what's coming up and, you know, what our, our goals are for the future, particularly with the branding portion that um, we're, we are trying to reach out and, and expand our, our brand outside of our own membership so that people know who we are. And so when you see that if right now it's NASCAR, but eventually it could be something different, but we want to do what's, uh, what's right for the membership, but also to make our voice louder. I agree. Well, thanks for uh, joining me on Zoom. We've been having to split our time between Sacramento and, and other localities. Uh, August has been a rough month considering all of the region meetings that we've had, uh, along with other meetings. Um, it almost seems like everybody uh, is really trying to get all of their events at the end of the year in, especially political events. Um, I know you were on the road for almost 14 days straight, and uh, I did a back-to-back -back trips, and obviously we're, we're – back in the full throttle again of traveling here uh, next week. So um, thanks again. Um, I'll see you when I see you when you get back up to Sacramento. But uh, safe travels to, uh, to your next uh, event, which I think is next week, right? Yep. Very cool. I leave Sunday for uh, insurance and benefits trust meetings. Excellent. 
All right. Well, thank you all for joining us on this latest episode of On the Job with PORAC. As always, we'd like to close this podcast by thanking all our PORAC members and our nation's law enforcement. We hope you stay safe and have a great day. PORAC is California's largest law enforcement organization and the largest statewide association in the nation, representing over 77,000 public safety members since 1953. Our monthly podcasts, as well as past episodes, are available on PORAC.org, iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, PORAC's YouTube channel, or where popular podcasts are downloaded. Be sure to follow us on all our social media platforms and tag us with your suggestions for future show topics. To learn more about our organization, visit us at PORAC.org. We are Porak.